Whoa, major parenting epiphany. I have to share it with you because I know you're going to be able to relate. Welcome back to the Anxious Therapist Podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I'm a licensed therapist, a life coach, and I'm here to remind you that you are never alone. Today was a little bit of a rough parenting day. One of those days where by 2 p.m. I was looking at the clock going, how much longer until bedtime? Oh, I just, sorry, I need to get that sigh out. I spent a lot of the day telling my toddler, who is two years old, that mommy needs a break. Mommy needs to take deep breaths. And then he would do deep breaths with me. Or he'd say, no, break. Like, bro, you don't have to take a break. I just need some deep breaths, you know? Uh, he's wild. He is, he is absolutely feral, if I'm being honest. And most of the time... I freaking love it. Like, I adore everything about him. And then there's days like today where I have rough moments of like, bruh, I cannot do this right now. And as I was struggling today, I start getting down on myself. You know, he's melting down or he's needing me in a capacity of more than I have to give in that moment and I'm trying to teach him boundaries and to respect my boundaries and so I'm saying like mommy's gonna go sit and take five deep breaths and I'm trying to model emotional regulation to him and I tell him when I'm feeling frustrated and he (laughs) he's frustrated frustrated and I'm like yep mama's frustrated and then he'll say deep breaths and we're learning all the things together But it's hard not to be beating myself up about it, questioning if I'm doing harm to him in those moments where I'm not regulating as well as I'd like. I am not as patient as I'd like to be. I think it's just a really like natural parental reaction is to wonder if you're doing it well. (laughs) And so after the boys went to bed tonight, I started baking some chocolate chip cookies because baking is like my number one hobby right now and I haven't done it in a while. And so, you know, start working on a batch of cookies and I'm taking some time for myself and I'm thinking about the day and, you know, why was I so short fused? Um, have I been sleeping well, decently well? Um, am I connecting with my husband yes more so now than ever right I'm like checking the boxes where what is potentially going on with me and I know it's not hormone related um because I I just went through that PMS time of my cycle and um everything like I'm, I'm that's not the window that I'm in so what could it be and I I realized I had this epiphany of sorts and this is not a new epiphany. It's just recurring (laughs) Um, that my expectations of my child are 
ruining my ability to be present in the moment and acknowledge that he's two. Lars is smart as a freaking whip. And I know every parent says that about their kid, you know, we're all super biased. Um, But he just turned two a couple of months ago and he speaks in full sentences. He has an insane vocabulary and his comprehension is even better. He doesn't miss a beat. He is a freaking sponge. Like their brains are just absorbing everything right now. And he's very on top of it. And I think sometimes because of how smart he is, I forget that he's two. So when he is playing with his food and making an absolute mess, or he impulsively throws a toy, or he hits me, or he spits his food out, uh, a, a wide variety of things, right? When he does these things that are abnormal or undesired behaviors, I am so quick to be like, why would you do that? And go to a place of shaming him. Like, that's naughty. We don't do that. You are, you may not. Like, and start. And that doesn't feel good to me. I feel a lot better when I'm empowering him on what to do. Or I'm allowing him to make messes. Like, lately I've been catching myself saying, Oh, stop. You're making such a mess. Well, He's a two-year-old child. He should be making messes. This is how he's learning and exploring. Like, yes, has he eaten yogurt a hundred times in his life and knows how to do it in a way that's not an absolute disaster? Yeah, he does. But he is still doing these things and learning about textures and sensations and the creativity that comes with making a mess all over. Like... That's his job in the world right now is to do all of those things. And when my expectations are that we are going to sit down, we are going to have a nice quiet lunch. It's going to be calm and relaxing and easy cleanup. I'm setting him up to fail and myself to be disappointed and frustrated and impatient. And so as I was having this realization while I'm baking these delicious chocolate chip cookies right now I literally keep watching the timer on the stove because they're about to be so bomb y'all but as I'm thinking about this I'm realizing how often we're doing this across the board in our relationships it's not just with our children that our expectations are inappropriate I won't say our expectations are too high or they're not being met I will say they're inappropriate We go into situations with family members, friends, coworkers, bosses, our partner, and we expect it to look one way. And then when it doesn't, we're left feeling disappointed, frustrated, resentful, uh, burnt out. And that simple acknowledgement of your own expectations and how that's playing a role in your relationships has the power to change everything. 
I want you to think about a particularly difficult person in your life, a difficult relationship where you feel like they maybe don't respect your boundaries or you find yourself in conflict with this person a lot or you have a long history of, you know, maybe they're a part of like some childhood trauma or like emotional abuse you experienced from this person or whatever it might be, okay? Think about a particularly difficult relationship and now think about your expectations of that relationship. Because I talk to people every single day who have people in their lives that do not meet their expectations. But what we're not realizing is that that person might not be capable of meeting your expectations. If you have an emotionally immature parent who has never been able to take accountability for their behaviors or apologize when necessary or validate your emotions and experiences, and then you go into a situation with them expecting them to be able to do those things still now as an adult, you're setting both of you up to fail. And so while I think it's important to hold people to a high standard and hold them accountable and want the best from people in your life, I also think it's important and vital that we are able to acknowledge when people cannot do those things. When your loved ones are literally not able to communicate their feelings the way that you would expect them to or own up to their shit the way that you do and therefore expect them to. You're setting yourselves up to fail and you're setting it up to be a miserable relationship. One where you constantly feel depleted and disappointed. But if you analyze your expectations and say, are these appropriate? Like I am doing with my two-year-old. Are my expectations that we're going to have clean meal times right now appropriate? No. Are my expectations that he's going to be able to regulate his emotions and not throw a tantrum every single day appropriate? No. But my role in the relationship with my two-year-old right now is to model those things for him, teach him those things, uphold boundaries. And that's the same for you too as you're analyzing these particularly difficult relationships that you're in. I've talked about this before and I'm going to say it again. I have such an issue with this like cancel culture and cutting off quote unquote toxic people from our lives. Like we're just avoiding discomfort at any cost. It's like, no, that person is bad for me. They are bad for my mental health. And so I just have to cut them off for my sanity. No, what's bad for your mental health is avoiding anything that's difficult. You are living a human experience. And that means navigating relationships that don't go smoothly all the time. That have turmoil and struggle occasionally. And do I think there are absolutely extreme scenarios where you need to cut people off and be 100% done? A hundred percent. I've done it myself and I would advise other people to do it if the scenario called for it. But I'm talking about people who just don't abide by your expectations, your inappropriate expectations. 
that's the situation where I now have to hold you accountable and challenge you to say like, stop cutting off anyone who's just difficult. It's like, trust me, today I wanted to cut off my two-year-old. I wanted to just be away from him because I was like, you are frustrating me to no end. But that was a result of my expectations of him. If in that moment I had just been able to tell myself like, bro, he's two. He's doing exactly what he needs to be doing to learn and find his place in this world. My job within that is just to keep him safe, guide him, and offer him that security and boundaries so that he can explore and become the tiny person that he's going to be, right? That's my job. And so when I look at my difficult relationships and I look at the way, you know, there's people in my life now that I thought at one point I was going to have to cut out because we have this like long emotional history of turmoil and strain and I thought all that pain from the past couldn't possibly move forward with us into the future. Like we couldn't get past it. These things were just going to continue. But then when I realized I couldn't change the other person, I, I have no control over whether they do their healing and growth and evolve on their own journey. And I instead looked inward and said, what are my expectations And this is a great opportunity for you to say, like, what are my non-negotiables? Like, what will I absolutely not tolerate? And what can I let slide? Because there was a time where people in my life, my loved ones who I hold so close and dear, were so passive aggressive that I thought, I can't do this for the rest of my life. Like, I am not willing to do this. And now I take those passive aggressive comments and I say, hey, I think what you're trying to say is this. Or I choose to brush it off in that moment because my expectations of them have changed. I stopped waiting around and being like, well, they're never going to, you know, stop being passive aggressive. Okay, well, if that's true, do I just change how I handle it then? What if I just alter my expectations of I expect that there's going to be some passive aggressive comments being made and how can I change how I handle it, right? Y'all are so obsessed with other people's behaviors and it's ruining your relationships. People are not going to fit into the small little boxes that we want them to. They're not going to play by our rules and fulfill all of our expectations. It's never going to happen. I know as a mom, I'm going to be so much happier when I allow my boys to be where they're at. I need to allow Lars to be a two-year-old with an insane amount of energy that I help harness. I teach him how to explore those emotions in a healthy, safe way, right? Within safe, realistic boundaries that are appropriate for this stage of life that he is in. Not forming him to be a tiny person who fits in this box where he's just quiet and he's seen but not heard and he's, you know, not messy at mealtimes and he doesn't spit his food and he never hits me. Like, these are all things where he's learning. And so how can you apply that to your grown relationships? Because I'm... Sorry, my cat's in the basement and I had to let her up. She was meowing and 
So that's the squeaky door you just heard. How can you apply this to the adult relationships in your life? Particularly the difficult ones. Because I do it even with my husband. I have these unspoken expectations. Oh, he runs to the gas station like at least once a day, y'all. He's obsessed with gas station culture. I know it's really not even a thing, but he just loves going to the gas station. Like he'll go just to get a protein shake. He'll go to get a Gatorade. He'll go like literally just to get out of the house, I swear, right? Oh, Lars is almost out of milk. I better run. You know, like he just, it's just his thing, okay? And so here is mopey PMS Jacqueline a couple weeks ago sitting on the couch going, he's like, hey, I'm going to run to the gas station. Do you need anything? Same question he asks me every single day. And I say, nope, I'm fine in my like mopey, oh, I'm PMSing. My PMDD is so bad. Like someone save me. And he goes to the gas station and comes back. And while he was gone, I was laying on the couch and I was like, man, I bet because he can see that I'm struggling, he's going to get me something. Like he's going to get me a little pint of Ben and Jerry's. He's going to get me like a Reese's fast break because that's my favorite candy. He's going to get me something, right? And so imagine my disappointment when he comes in the front door and he has nothing for me. There's no cute surprise. There's no, oh, I thought of you. I know you're having a hard time. Here you go. But that was my expectation ruining that. He flat out asked me, do you want anything? I said no, that I was fine. So how am I going to now go have this bizarre expectation that he was just going to know that I, I actually did want something and... Because I even could have said, surprise me. I'm craving something chocolatey. And he would have begrudgingly been like, I don't want to get something wrong. Please just tell me what you want. That's what he would have said. Um, But I like surprises. So this is where it's a little tricky in our relationship. But my expectations ruin shit for us. Because now I'm like, God, my husband never thinks about me. But yes, he does. He fucking asked you if you wanted anything. Don't be a baby. Right? Then I have to like check myself. So check yourself in your relationships. Are you willing to be introspective and explore the expectations you have of people? Are they capable of doing those things? Right? Like, did someone teach them emotional regulation? Did someone teach them how to have a adult conversation and be productive? Did someone, like, do they have the skills that you're looking for? Or are your expectations inappropriate? Maybe you need to change how you're looking at the situation because you're not going to change them. And that's the hardest truth I've ever had to swallow. Anywho, I love y'all. I'm so grateful for you. These chocolate chip cookies smell amazing. So I'm going to go eat one. But you know. I can't wait to see you in the next episode.